0: Hello everyone, you're listening to season two of the award-winning podcast, The Social Contract. I'm Tavia.
1: I'm George. I'm Cleo. And I'm Maya. Welcome
0: to this episode of The Social Contract, the new way to Saturday. My faith demands that I do whatever I can, wherever I can, whenever I can, for as long as I can with whatever I have to try to make a difference. That's a quote about faith from President Jimmy Carter. Indeed, Maya. And the word art that inspired this episode is Faith by the artist Cleo. How fitting. A little later in this episode, Cleo will share with us her heartfelt memories of how she got to know Jimmy Carter personally when she was a young student herself. This season of the Social Contract Podcast, follows 10-year-old BFFs Georgie and Gigi as they travel through time on a magical skateboard, meeting US presidents throughout history. In today's episode, they'll get to meet Jimmy Carter, the 39th president who served from 1977 to 1981, as well as First Lady Rosalind Carter and their daughter, Amy. As we'll soon learn, one of the most remarkable things about Carter who most considered a very honorable, God-fearing man, is how he continued to want to help his fellow Americans for many, many years after he left the White House, a truly special leader and special man. But first, let's turn it over to Maya, who has prepared some very fun trivia questions. Take it away, Maya. Thanks, Tavia. Before Jimmy Carter was elected president, he was governor of which state? A. Texas? B. Georgia? Or C. Arkansas? The answer is B. Georgia. Okay, here's another one. President Carter was raised on his family's farm. In addition to cotton and sugarcane, what were the Carters known for growing on their farm? A. Peanuts? B. Peaches? Or C. Christmas trees? The answer is A, Peanuts. Good job, Maya. Now let's listen as Steven picks up right where we left off last episode.
2: And just like that, Georgie and Gigi were again zipping through the sky atop the magic skateboard. The clouds, grouped in many different colors, looked like tie-dye puffs. Hey, how did that happen? Georgie wondered aloud. Just go with it, replied Gigi. They were soon greeted by a beautiful woman who flew alongside them. She looked like a fortune teller. Fiery red hair spilled down her shoulders from beneath a gold turban. A multicolored cape swirling around her. Purple tinted glasses worn at the tip of her nose made her clear blue eyes visible. Greetings, Georgie and Gigi. How do you know our names? Asked Gigi. I know everything, the woman said smiling. I even know which president you will be seeing next. Which one? Georgie asked excitedly. (laughs) My daddy, she replied, giggling. As the three of them tumbled down from the tie-dye sky, Georgie and Gigi witnessed the beautiful woman transform into a young girl their age, with reddish blonde pigtails and thick glasses. They landed on the White House lawn. Then, the young girl led them back to her treehouse, a Siamese cat was circling a small table on which a pitcher of lemonade and a plate of oatmeal cookies had been set. Welcome to my treehouse, y'all. I'm Amy Carter, President Jimmy Carter's daughter, she said, as she carefully poured from the pitcher into three Dixie cups. Would you like some lemonade? Was that you up there in the clouds? How are you able to become a kid again, asked Gigi. That sure was me, just little trick I play sometimes. Said Amy. It's my cat here, Misty Malarkey Ying Yang, that does it. I'm not sure exactly how, but she does. This kitty's got some kind of special powers. Like your skateboard, I guess. I've got a dog, too. His name is Gritz, but he doesn't have whatever it is that Misty Malarkey Ying Yang here does. Gritz is just a regular old dog. So, the woman we met, is that you when you grow up? Gigi asked her. Kinda. She's who I wanna be when I grow up. Of course, last week I wanted to be a ballerina, and Misty Malarkey Ying Yang had me flying around in a tutu. Cookie? As they munched on cookies and drank lemonade, Amy told Georgie and Gigi all about what it was like growing up at the White House. She turned 10 years old the year her family moved in, and even though there weren't a whole lot of kids around, Misty Malarkey Ying Yang sure kept things interesting. Thanks to Misty Cat's miracles, Amy was able to assume different personas and travel backward and forward through time. As she explained it, she knew pretty much everything about her father's presidency, even stuff that hadn't happened yet. So Amy thought that made her the best person to teach them about her daddy, Jimmy Carter, the 39th president of the United States. As Amy talked, Gigi stroked Misty Malaki Ying Yang's fur, and Georgie scratched the top of the cat's head. Listen. Amy told them. My daddy is an honorable man, but he's also a complicated man and had a complicated presidency. It's not like he had one great accomplishment during his one term that you can remember him by. On the first day of his presidency, he thanked his predecessor, Mr. Gerald Ford, even though Ford was a Republican and Jimmy was a Democrat, for all Ford did to heal the country after Mr. Nixon resigned. And on the last day of his presidency, he negotiated for the safe release of the American hostages that were being held captive over there in Iran. In between, Jimmy kept the peace in this country, and he helped create peace between Egypt and Israel. Many people thought that wasn't going to be possible on account of those two countries not being so friendly with each other up to that point. I knew that. Georgie cried out. I'm Egyptian-American, so I think that's super cool. It sure is, continued Amy. Many years later, in 2002, in recognition of his decades of work trying to find peaceful solutions to many of the world's problems, my daddy was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize, which looks like an Olympic gold medal, but you don't wear it around your neck. When he was president, Jimmy got Americans to conserve energy even though many people complained about it. And because he'd been a peanut farmer, he cared a lot about the environment and helped make the air we breathe and the water we drink cleaner. I may be most proud, though, of what my daddy and mama accomplished after they left the White House. Goes to show you that anybody can make a difference. You don't need to be the president or first lady or have any title at all, really. I am so inspired by my parents' work with Habitat for Humanity, through their organization called the Jimmy and Rosalind Carter, that's my mama, the former first lady, Work Project. What's Habitat for Humanity? asked Gigi. They help build houses for poor people, Amy told them. Isn't that great? It's more than just great, Gigi said. It's awesome. Georgie and Gigi asked Amy if she liked skateboarding. She said she much preferred roller skating and told them she had a couple of extra pairs of roller skates that should fit them just fine. Soon, the first daughter and the two Gs, along with Amy's secret service detail, were skating down Pennsylvania Avenue. Suddenly, and unexpectedly, Georgie and Gigi's roller skates turned into the magical skateboard, and they were off. The two Gs landed at a Habitat for Humanity construction site in Georgia, They were back in the present day. An elderly man they recognized as Jimmy Carter approached them with a smile. Hi there, children. I'm glad you came to help. The former president explained that while Georgie and Gigi were a little too young to be wielding hammers and saws, their help was still very much needed. He handed them bright yellow hard hats and led them to a tent where Rosalind was fixing lunch for the construction crew peanut butter and jelly sandwiches were being prepared in an assembly line. Georgie and Gigi, proudly wearing their hard hats, helped Mrs. Carter assemble the sandwiches. She even taught them the secret to a perfect PB&J, lots of peanut butter.
0: And now Cleo on the man and mentor she remembers so fondly.
1: Jimmy Carter is my favorite president. When I was a young high school and college student, I came face to face with him at least 10 to 20 times. He was always kind, thoughtful, and generous. I first got to know him when I was a Page, which is like having an internship, working at the Georgia State Senate, and Carter was the governor of Georgia. This is right before he became president. I got to sit with him in small groups and listen to him give speeches to the Georgia legislature. I also got to deliver documents and messages to his office. He'd always tell us, you aren't just messengers. You are here because you are future leaders. So work hard, always be ready, and people will remember you. My favorite memory was whenever I delivered something to his office, I would introduce myself. A few years later, when I attended college at Emory University, President Carter, who by then had left the White House, was a guest lecturer in my political science classes. I felt like he remembered me. I learned so much from him and I'll always have a special place in my heart for him. Thank you for everything, President Carter.
0: Oh, Cleo, my heart is full. Thank you for sharing that with us. As a reminder, illustrated transcripts can be viewed and downloaded at mytscpodcast.com. And you're always welcome to discover Cleo's word art and more at theartistcleo.com. Finally, Here's a closing thought on this episode from our own George Corey.
2: I'm so moved by what Cleo shared about President Carter and by the word art she created as a tribute to him. He's one of my favorites as well. I think Jonathan Alter said it best in his biography of Jimmy Carter. When Carter won the Nobel Peace Prize in 2002, the chairman of the committee said, Carter has taken as his motto, the worst thing you can do is not to try. Few people, if any, have tried harder. Carter himself in his daily prayers would ask, have I done my best? Let's all challenge ourselves to try harder and do our best in our own lives. If we do the work, nothing can stop us.
0: Amen to that, George. On that uplifting note, we've arrived at the conclusion of this episode of The Social Contract. We welcome you to follow us wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Remember, new episodes drop on the last Saturday of the month. We hope you'll catch us next on October 28th, when Georgie and Gigi meet President Ronald Reagan. In the meantime, check out our website at mytscpodcast.com. The Social Contract Podcast is created by George S. Corey and Cleo. Produced and hosted by Tavia Gilbert. Music courtesy of Listen Audio. Mix and master by Kayla Elrod. Additional dialogue editing by Kathleen Conti and Brian Wilson. Production coordinator for TalkBox, Brian Wilson. Social manager, Suzette Burton. Production supervisor, Tatiana St. Fard. This has been a podcast from Listen Audio in association with TalkBox Productions. On behalf of George, Cleo, Maya, Stephen, and me, Tavia, thank you for
2: listening.